Modern Black Man Podcast. Another episode of Modern Black Man Podcast. Uh, this episode is a classic, ready to go. I can't wait to just go over a few things uh, with uh, one of my counseling colleagues, uh, one of the best <laughs> in the business. <laughs> uh, I'm going to allow her to uh, to introduce herself, but uh, she is um, the people's champ, Sarah Voyard. <laughs> wow. I am always, I must say, you always astound me with the kinds of introductions that you give right. for me. I'm always right. so impressed. But yes. Hi, everybody. I am Sarah Boyard. I am the owner of SV Elite Coaching. It is my pleasure to be here. Brian, thank you for always thinking of me and bringing me back on. I really appreciate it. And I'm really looking forward to getting into this conversation. I hear you have some interesting updates yes. for me. So many good updates. Um, as we've talked previously um, in session, I am trying to be more generous. I'm trying to spread the generosity. I'm trying to open my heart. I'm trying to open my wallet. I'm trying to grow. All right. And, you know, uh, connecting with someone that brings that out of you is great. Um, it feels really good. The outflow. Um, and I'm, I'm currently dealing with the aftermath of, and it's not necessarily aftermath. It's a, a, a chronic situation relationship. Um, I'm desperately trying to, you know, connect with her and be with her, but she's so temperamental and volatile. Uh Oh, what does that mean? We have so many subtopics. We have so many subtopics. Oh, um, she's a pretty girl, right? She's a pretty girl, right? And as a pretty girl, there are certain entitlements that come with that. Mm-hmm. And as men, I don't know if we're always prepared. You know, we might say it, we might give it the lip service, but there's a discipline that goes into dating, gla- well, I'll call them glamorous women. Hmm. That's I an believe. interesting way to describe it, but please continue. I'm curious now. I mean, but, you know, it, it's just that. It's just I'm, I wanted to open. Remember, you, you used to get me real bad. Let's take a sidebar here quickly. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's nothing that uh, Sarah hates more than a broke man. No, that's not what I said. Do not <laughs> do not change my words and don't put words in my mouth. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, Hold no, on. no. I think she does I say if no I had to get it right. Likes, you don't like slovenly men. I don't and, and I said no one likes a cheap man. There is a difference between okay. and I say that because I've actually experienced it. I'll give you a quick backstory. I've mentioned before that I was married. I got married really young to my high school mm-hmm. sweetheart at the time. And were we broke? Was he broke? Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, he had just gotten done when we got married for about maybe a year and a half to two years. His family decided to leave South Florida, where they had been for a lifetime, and mm-hmm. up and move to Texas. He, Good. at 17 years old, said to his mom, I'm not going. And she was like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, you can't just say or decide not to go. He says, no, I'm not going. We were already dating at that point. And he says, I'm going to stay here. He asked me, he talked to me about it. And I said, honestly, at this age, I don't find it practical for us to go into a long distance relationship. And I was like, I'm also thinking about you. Like, if you go over there, I can't even be mad at you. If in a year or a year and a half, 
you meet somebody or even sooner you meet somebody that you fancy and then you're caught between you know two rows how about you go I personally don't plan to be in a long distance relationship but if things change in the future you know we can we can reassess in essence and he decided that he didn't want to take the chance because I basically told him you know I'm not doing long distance he told us mom I'm not going he literally went and rented a room in this older lady's home, got a job, paid his rent, had an old beat-up car. But let me tell you something about my ex-husband. He was a lot of things, but cheap he was not. Mm-hmm. When I tell you he was a generous man, mm-hmm. he was a generous man. If he had $2, he was giving me, or anyone for that matter, the $2 entirely. He wasn't even keeping 50 cents for himself. Mm. so it's not that I don't like a broke man because everyone can be in different phases of their lives but I believe that not many women appreciate a cheap man which is different okay Um, and I definitely um, was less than generous Um, I mean cheap um, you know trying not to spend that money Um, and I know it can be rewarding at the same time. Um, but looking at it on both sides, I have all these new experiences, right? Which leads me to, you know, we fast forward to the day where you just see the spoiledness in your, in, uh, your partner. It's just mm-hmm. crazy. So like give us that. a little bit of context. Give us, give us a little bit oh. of juice. Yeah, man. So I was supposed to do something with her tonight, um, or at least we were talking. I'm trying to drive home, and she's just... Um, let me let me bring it all the way to the beginning because she's probably gonna hear this. She <laughs> likes to ask questions, so um, yeah, she, we we talked and she had a new game plan for this evening. You know, uh, at the top of her priority list was to go out with a girlfriend, which is fine. I, you know, she told me that, and I was like, okay, have a good have a good night, enjoy, and somehow that led to her asking me a million questions um, and me having to figure out that I need to come see her, right? Uh, When she invited me to go out for happy hour. So I go and I arrive and she's upset that we had argued and she doesn't know how to collect herself because we had argued. I'm like, oh my God. I was like, do you date eight-year-olds? I mean, what what is going on? Like, how are you going to play me like that? So, obviously, in the devastation, I collected myself and removed myself and moved on. But it's just, like, such a... When you see it in real time, you know, uh-huh. it's just like, oh, God. So, that's, that's the context that you need. I mean, um, oh, my gosh. No one wants those problems. But what... Okay, well, that's not that much context, first of all. But thank you for throwing us a bone. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and granted, I understand that she might listen to this. So you might have a little bit of backlash for it after the fact. But I still don't understand. So, so you're saying that you met somebody and you decided to change it up a little bit and be a little bit more generous. But you feel that now that has actually led to her being a little over the top or entitled? No, she, this is the way that she came to the situation. She's used to that. 
I'm okay. not spending enough money. I'll never be able to spend enough money for her on that level. Okay. Um, it was my personal growth that I was talking about where I can at least let it go now. I can at least stomach the swiping okay. and the spending because that's what used to get me. I used to be paralyzed by that. Um, and now I'm, you know, I can, I, I can live. So that's good. Uh, and then anyhow, this young lady. I've been dating for months, but this is the first time something like this has happened. And I'm um, incredibly unsure about where my confidence lies with her because of it. Because of this outburst she had at the happy hour location? Yeah, she didn't want to hang out because we had argued. um, And she invited me to go. And at first I said I didn't want to go. And then I did go. And then she wanted to use that against me. And it just seems like, um, I don't know, my trust. Tell me if I'm wrong, if I'm out of gauge here. But that just throws my antennas in the air and alarms me to no end. And just kind of lets me know what I'm dealing with. I mean, I can say just listen to listening to this objectively. If what you're saying is accurate, and I'm sure she has her own side of things. Mm there seems to be a lack of emotional maturity here yeah. on her part. Yeah. And I'm not sure where that stems from. I'm not sure if you guys have a large, maybe age difference, which isn't necessarily always a bad thing, but sometimes it can affect She's the older dynamics. Than me. Okay. And it's because she either can't, here's my theory and tell me if I'm wrong. She either can't be honest with where her true emotions are or she's projecting emotions that she feels will be acceptable. And it looks ridiculous because it seems to me very disingenuous. Does that make sense? It does make sense. But what do you think that she wants or what has she expressed to you that she wants from y'all's relationship? Nothing, really. She, She just gives me the lip service of the she's open to it and. I feel like it's a game because she can't tell me anything that she specifically wants from me. She can tell me that she likes guys to spend money and being someone that is mindful of the money I spend, I, I'm decently open, but I'm starting to go back. That's what's setting me back is that I'm starting to be aware and I'm starting to see that there's no real engagement and that's fine. That's good. I'm just not, I'm not running a charity. Mm, but it doesn't seem like that's fine that's good so um mm. let me get this right so she is quick to advertise her desire for her mate to be very lavish with her financially not necessarily quick but not patient <laughs> gotcha she, you know um so you can have a conversation about that about what you are investing materially but you can't have a conversation or you have not been able to have a conversation about what you two represent for each other or what you guys intend to represent for each other yeah, in the near future? Yeah, we've definitely done the latter. We've done the latter, and it just feels like um, it's lofty goals, but we have, in my estimation, I'm not getting that exchange back. When my partner communicates to me, she's criticizing me. She's um, shaming me uh, in ways, judging or uh, what do you call it when someone tries to like be superior and over you? Um, like, um, you mean she's condescending towards you? I don't know if it's condescending, but um, you know how people try to keep people to earth 
Uh-huh. Like, like they just want to keep you grounded no matter what. Right. Um, it seemed, I, I would assume that it might be motivated by that, but it comes off as condescending and um, judgy. That's really interesting. So how many months have you guys been together? Like three months. And if you're seeing this behavior and these signs on the front end, what does that mean for you? Yeah, no, bro. That's that's the, the worry. Um, as I introspect self, um, yeah, what you see someone doing is what they're doing. And I see that this person knows how to manipulate, control, and manage uh, people uh, in every place that she travels. <laughs> so I, I realize, you know, you know, when I'm dating the machine. Wow. Yeah. So is this, are these qualities and behaviors that you feel like you could deal with long term? Because first of all, are you guys exclusive? Yeah. Okay. So if you guys are exclusive, the, the premise I'm assuming is that you guys are trying to see if something long term could potentially develop, right? Right. And it seems like that's where we, we have a disconnect because she does the most absurd, she does the most absurd things mm-hmm. to, it seemed like, discredit me, disqualify me, or discourage me. Like, uh, Sounds like she's self-sabotaging. Yes. And, I, and I, it, I don't understand how that's possible and why this is happening to me. And supporting that partner becomes really difficult because that's that's the behavior that she engages in and it's just like how and why did this happen you know and we never get to that um i i've you know she's opened up a little bit she's talked about past um situations and very rarely about past traumas um so i know that there's a lot in that pool and i'm just trying to maybe scoop some of this stuff out one cup at a time Right. Mm-hmm. So, but other than that, it's pretty dope. Um, magical moments, but they're—it's like they're getting fewer the more often that they happen. They're I getting mean, fewer the more often that they happen. Yeah. As in, they are just—we can't string together days or weeks of months of harmony. Uh, we might get a couple of days, two or three days, and then it's like one or two days of hell and I've experienced this before in very lustful relationships like in high school mm-hmm. um, and I mean <laughs> uh, when I when I first met her that was like my whole connection is that she just seemed so familiar you know and that's rare when you just kind of observe someone like that not just sexually and obviously I was able to um sexualizer she's gorgeous she's bad she's a dime she's you know what i mean um she's all those things and the connection feels very intense and made um but like i said i'm running into the problem now where i'm upset with how she processes things and where her mind and emotions go because she gets what she says is upset and i think that that's like you say self-sabotage uh, or some guilt or some, some, some other association from somewhere else that I just don't, I haven't identified and it drives me crazy. Um, 
let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. What intimacy do you guys or have you guys experienced outside of sexual intercourse? Lots and lots of talking. I've never talked to a girlfriend this much. Uh, and I think that's why she gets upset because I, I think she's used to guys either conforming and maybe doing things the way that she does them or possibly just being more relatable and, or on that level. But intimacy, I would say talking, um, we do a lot of it in communicating. But at the same time, we can, we can, she complains about how the communication goes. What what kind of intimacy are you including? Um, honestly, I'm just a little confused uh, altogether. So, like on one end, we're talking about how you're experiencing these behaviors that you're really turned off by. I didn't say that. I just said that they're. I didn't say that. What was the second point you were making? <laughs> okay, we'll go back to that in a second, but. <laughs> And then, but on the other end, you're like, oh, but she's great. I mean, you know, some of the behaviors that you mentioned are behaviors that speak to someone's character. I mean, when you're, you literally talked about how she will, you know, you feel like sometimes she shames you and criticizes you and, you know, and, and comes off as condescending. Those are character flaws. Mm -hmm. So it's a little, it's almost like a walking contradiction to, to say all these things and then in the same sentence be like, oh my God, but she's so dope. It's insane how fine she is. Yeah. So, so what really is the, and when I talk about in- intimacy, this is what I mean. What is the depth of y'all's relationship? Is it, is it a lust thing where you were driven by lust and now that... But the sex is not a 10... But it's she's more... gonna hear this, Brian. I'm just saying. Yeah, thank you. But I don't know. I don't know. So, what is the attraction factor for you that surpasses passing the physical attraction? What about her is actually keeping you there? It's because... all me. It's all me, though. I am the one uh, gluing it together. Um, and it's probably companionship. Like I, oh. I, I, I hang out with her and I like hanging out with her right. and I give her my time, but that's exactly what she doesn't give a damn about. Cause she dispenses my time at will. It, 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 it has no value. And you know, that's one of the, I don't know if that's, I don't know. That's one of my major issues and it just, she's already thrown that at me um, on her end. Um, I know that she, she, she seems to be doing a lot of, I don't know how you call it. Like she'll, she'll drop the bomb of the hand of something that she knows is going to be an issue. (laughs) And she'll like, she'll try to reverse it. Like she'll mind fuck you. And I just, everything about the situation tells me to, you know, be, be leery and I try not to treat her like that and even if reputa- reputations precede us um, my eyes see stuff so mm, okay so 
what would you say back to the question what would you say is so is there depth to the relationship like when you like like hearing yourself back what you've just said where you said it's on me it's probably companionship because let's be honest you can find companionship in a friend you can find companionship in a meetup group yeah that does not have to be sexual in nature right so you know i saw this this show recently i don't know if you're familiar with yama van zant yeah so i saw this show and she did something with a mother and a daughter that i thought was really neat and she had just a bunch of printed bills and she called them daughter dollars and mommy dollars but we can attribute it to to this in you know this situation as well so if i gave you a stack of hundreds and i gave her a stack of hundreds and i said take 500 for every time she invested time or if you feel like she invests enough time in you take 500 if you feel like she invests material resources in you take 500 if you feel like she emotionally connects with you take 500 if you feel like she's an intellectual equal take 500 right let's say we did that with you and let's say we did so whatever you end up with represents the investment she has made in you and if we did the same thing vice versa that would represent the investment that you have made in her if you mentally try to visualize that who do you think would end up with more dollars Damn, she might. So, and again, I'm by no means saying I don't think it's realistic when people are like, oh, well, it's just like a 50-50. Yeah, I think in essence you can model it that way, but the reality of life is that at any given point, depending on circumstances, you know, somebody might have to give 60 for a week. You know what I mean? And the other one 40 or 70 and 30, mm-hmm. which is fine. And I think that that's the balance to relationships and, and the key to a real partnership is that somebody actually is picking up the slack where quote unquote you're falling short so if you feel like she would have more dollars representing that you have made more of an investment in her than she has made in you the question would be then what do you feel you're actually getting that's of substance out of this relationship Yeah, she she challenges me um, to be better, sharper, obviously richer, um, and it's cute and everything, but I think that it just works for my personality type. Do you think that that's an actual benefit of a relationship? I absolutely do think that it ha- that has that has value, and and I've heard some people even go as far as saying that you are attracted to what you don't have. Mm. And I think that in some instances, in probably lots of instances, that may be the case. So if you're lacking on some part in terms of what you've accomplished in life, how you, ha- you, know, how you are as a person, this is where the saying that opposites attract comes in. If you're an introvert, it makes sense that you would be attracted to an extrovert because they're right. everything that you are not. And all of that almost like tugs at your heartstrings and you're like, oh, I wish I could be like that. But since I'm not like that, I can live through her. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. through her, with her, right? Or for mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. So I do think that that is a natural attraction. But I can't say that I've seen a lot of relationships that are polar opposites actually work long term. Yeah. And, and this also goes back to what exactly you're looking for. So if you're looking for, i.e. companionship, and this serves that purpose, and you're actually getting out and meeting people, and you can sustain this financially, all power to you. Hopefully with both of you on the same page about that. But if you're done with kind of, because I know, you know, for months you've, you've done the show and you've talked about how you were actively dating. You cut out for a second. You said for months I was actively dating. Right. You've mentioned before in, in other um, recordings that you were actively dating. So now that you are mm-hmm. in a, an exclusive relationship, yes. is it because you're actually looking for a long-term relationship? Absolutely. Are you? Uh, okay. Dating sucks. Um, like I'm looking, for, I'm looking for marriage, but like that's impossible to even talk about in the short term. And then I'm conflicted because I'm, um, I, 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 I am a Christian. Um, and I mean, fornicating is fornicating. There's, there's a handful of sins and, you know, that's everyday life is managing them. It doesn't make it any worse or any different that it's in these areas. But my point is dating is uh, a lifestyle that's very different than being married and having been married. I think that I, I don't know. Um, I think that I'm just in a new area in space and I truly believe that I could be molded to be a a very solid husband I think it's important for someone to work with me before my clay gets dry I feel like it's really interesting that you say that Mm -hmm. because some would argue that you should have done most not all but most of that work on the front end by yourself and that you shouldn't need a woman to come into your life to kind of like, quote unquote, come, you know, finish you. Well, I'm not saying finish me. Um, let's be clear. Um, I'm saying that I realize that my lifestyle is, is kind of that. Like to be single is to be whole. And it's, it, it's, it's all independence. It's all you. When you're cleaved to a spouse, life is different. And, and, and I think that you have to be ready for that transition. So that's, that's what I declare the, the season I'm in. Um, I don't, I, I don't know if you just call that a bachelor or if I'm an advanced bachelor or whatever the case may be, but I, I think I'm, I think I can put together everything for, for being united with another. So would you say that you flourish in a committed relationships such as marriage versus being single? I think I can. Yes. I've experienced it on both sides. Um, Yes, absolutely. I I do think that I can force being married. Um, I don't know what it is about that, um, but it does speak to my decision-making in a significantly different way than being single does. So if that's what you're looking for, do you or have you even had the conversation with her 
as to whether or not she's in the same season of her life. Right. And, and you know, she's, oh, God, I won't talk about the minutia there. But, um, yes, we have. And she believes that she's, you know, she's ready. Uh, and I definitely don't think that she sees it with me. But she definitely seems to think that she's a finished product. Um, and there are things that she's working on and she's thrown out there that she wants to improve on. But I think that's everyone. I, I, I think that it's about getting into a certain class that makes us ready for these different seasons of our lives. Does that make sense? It does. But I, I, I want to take it back for just one second. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you caught yourself saying that she thinks she's ready, but you don't think that she wants that with you. Or you actually said, I yeah. don't. I know for a and, fact and she doesn't want that with me. Because this is what she does to mind fuck me something like that she she knows how to how to bind things to force absolutes in um situations where they don't where they need not apply and um i we i've had the discussion with her that i would you know uh consider moving uh in that direction right like i think that she could be that material um and she's you know slowly moved um just like I noticed tonight, I had slowly to moved what away from that. Yeah, like she, um, yeah, like I don't like she just is. She's 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 very selfish. So when it comes to me, she she has a family, so she does have to take care of other people. What do you mean she has a family? She's got two kids. Okay, now is and that something you've considered? being prepared for yeah um i'm that that's the whole providing thing that's why i'm saying that yeah like it would be a lifestyle it would be an all it would be an adjustment like life is okay uh and i think that might be part of what my situational problem is is that she doesn't take me seriously at all i mean she totally i don't know um but has she just has she described what would make her take you seriously? What is she looking for? Being loved. If I'm able to understand where she's coming from, communicate the way that she wants me to, and take care of all the things that she wants me to. If life were just smooth and easy, um, yeah, which is never allowed me because she has she's guarded around me, and like I said, whenever there's communication. Especially if there is something that needs adjustment or to be pointed out, she can be a little condescending. I guess is that is that the right word? Um, and I mean, it is what it is. I just I see these things. Do you think that I'm being sensitive, or these are real things that um, should be perceived? I don't think you're being sensitive at all. And the reason why I say that is because that was the reason why I asked you if you were even really in that phase of your life, if you would have said to me, no, I'm just looking for companionship, then I totally would have been like, yeah, you're being a little, you know, you're looking too much into it because this is supposed to be simple, you know, ace and cool. But if you are looking for a marriage mate, I absolutely do think that these things should be perceived. I mean, think about, try to visualize for two seconds what it would be like to have her as a wife 
yeah, right now with these behaviors. Okay, exactly. (laughs) So, so you absolutely have to consider these things if you indeed are looking at her as a marriage mate. Now, what I find interesting is that if you say that you're sure she doesn't look at you as a marriage mate, and she takes she doesn't take you seriously. She'll say she does though. She'll say she does just to be um, uh, against the point. Uh, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I do. Oh, so frustrating. But then at the same time, if you say that she doesn't take you seriously, then it my question is automatically, so what is she gaining from this relationship other than right. the free dinners and drinks and right. outings? You're right. And maybe some clothes for her kids. She's out the door. Like, um, that makes sense. I mean, she, there's nothing in it for her because she would have articulated it. She's the best communicator I've ever engaged. So that's true. I just don't do anything for her. I mean, it, and again, it depends on what she wants. So I'm I'm curious as to what it is. I know you talked about love and providing. So like, for example, if we dug a little deeper, when you say providing, say what, what? exactly? if we dug a little deeper, when you say that she wants a provider, what does that look like? Because a provider for, to some people may be, I want you to pay all the bills so I can have some babies and be a stay-at-home mom. And for other people, it may be, I want somebody who can split half the bills with me so that my life and my load is alleviated. What is it for her? What does provision mean for her? about that um you said that uh when she asked about being a provider yes so if we if we took some time to dig a little deeper when you said that she has expressed wanting to be loved understood and and provided for if we took just one right yeah being provided for what exactly does that look like for her like what exactly has she described that means for her I think it's just the trinkets and gifts. So like jewelry and bullshit, like purses or cards, roses, flowers. Um, so she, that's her gifts. love language, gifts. Yep. Yeah. And, and it was, um, I think she says that she's evolved and she's moved to a new one. So that's cool. That's great. Good for her. Um, but yeah, she's, she's obviously trophy wife materials. So like that's what she's used to. And I'm sure she does feel wasteful with me uh it's just the pressure at this point has finally started to get me um it took a quarter of a year but we made it (laughs) but do you feel like that's something that you can sustain knowing what that expectation is is that something that you can actually sustain long term that's what i'm saying i mean I, i possibly could but i mean i don't think that's the wisest use of my resources right now so I, I've been honest and upfront with her, and she knows that. And I mean, if she wants somebody who's breaking bread, um, I think that's what she's doing right now, is trying to find that right guy. So um, I, I just don't have the, the nerves for it anymore because it just, I'll be honest. Oh my gosh. I, she's going to hear this, right? I just feel like I'm the uh, sexual superior in our relationship. 
and I've had plenty of unfulfilled moments and I just know what I've what I can do with a woman and she refuses to serve me that way and that's fine um we we do things I think on her terms and that's why she's probably in the situation she's in now where she wants I don't know I, I don't know just a lot of things like that have bothered me in the relationship so her love language is receiving gifts it's and you've attempted with me, I know that <laughs> well maybe that's your love language quality time would be your love language potentially right. Right. so she's not doing and and you're you've been attempting to fulfill that love language of hers thus far maybe so, a little bit just just very low key because like i said she's used to it yeah but she's not used to it from you she wants it from you right yeah so it's been low key just just a couple things here and there i guess and so she's asking for more is what you're saying? No, she's never asked for more. Um, and she's put out solutions that seem reasonable, but I just know her. And just like I told you tonight, I had to walk away from, from her tonight because she, um, I don't know, she, she, she needs her space because she's just emotionally, anytime something goes wrong, it's a very big deal to her. It stresses me out. Uh, I mean, I'm going to ask the question again. Do you think that at this point, after being, after having gotten divorced, you can deal with somebody that doesn't display real emotional maturity at her age? Ooh, that's a really good, Sarah. I mean, obviously not, right? I mean, she just, I think it is about emotional maturity. Like, she has no, um, like, a sociopath, I guess. Like, and it's not that. She doesn't really give a, a dang about me, and that's okay. I need to just accept it and move on. I've been kind of wounded deer for however long. But why would you accept it? I don't know. I, really, I enjoyed the, probably I enjoyed the companionship. Um, she was really, you know, at, at one point fun and good energy, but now I think that something has gotten toxified and. Have you ever thought to yourself if that whole quote unquote fun, good energy is how she reels people in or men in? Yeah. yeah. Cause you mentioned at first that you have experienced how she can manipulate people yeah in every experience that she has and that is a bit alarming because if she's so independent has her family and has been doing her own thing she really shouldn't need to manipulate people because she should have her stuff straight right so if it's always a matter of what can i gain what can i gain i mean again i take it back to that's like an actual character flaw Damn. And I have character flaws, so I mean, I'm not trying. We to... all do. Yeah, we all do. Yeah, myself included. We all do. But yeah, like stuff like that really bothers me. And just like uh, not to change topics too quickly, um, but like even getting physical with this uh, woman has been unlike anything I've ever experienced. 
she um, is, I, I think, I don't know. She just, it feels a little controlling. Uh, she wants things her way under her conditions. And when she experiences anything else, she, again, criticizes, diminishes, minimizes. Um, and it just, it feels a certain kind of way. I couldn't tell you what it feels like, but it feels um, uncomfortable, awkward, tense, and, and um you know, just, just, it, it feels, it feels very poor. So when you guys were intimate for the first time, it wasn't this organic experience like no, it typically it is for it most people? Awesome. The first time it was dope. Um, and then I think that we had a few, I think we were chasing that dragon for like a month. And then uh, I think it got serious for a month. And then I think this last month, it was just kind of like, we're here and Obviously, my partner wants not to be here because she's, you know, and that's cool. Like, it's just it's just being able to perceive it is just so um, different. You know, it's like I feel like a psychic. I mean, I think that demonstrates growth Mm -hmm. on your part. Yeah, because you're getting more perceptive. Mm -hmm. But it really just takes me back to what's going on with you. What's going on with you? on a deeper level that makes you feel like it is okay or that makes you want to continue to invest your resources right no in it does this kind of an experience so yeah, it doesn't tonight was kind of what i like the i guess we'll call it the seminal event in the uh re-up and comments <laughs> um because that was i didn't deserve it if if I could have justified it and really had deserved it, I would have probably taken it. But I know I have not misstepped uh, because of the growth I've experienced. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm just thankful for my perception. And um, that's how I feel about that. Wow. So, with that said, what does that mean for you moving forward? How does that impact how you will move forward? I just have to look for someone that like genuinely wants to be with me. I don't think it's going to be that hard. Um, She's it's cool. Like she just totally does not. um, She's not feeling me like that. Like she's very like I've, I've, I've been liked before. Uh, She's way too independent and she's demeaning and she's controlling um, and that just reeks red flags to me because I'm, I was so into her. She wouldn't have had to worry about a lot of those things, but she kept projecting probably stuff that was going on with her on me. And it was just being at a new level, I guess, to see it. And, um, it doesn't hurt. It's just kind of like, damn, like this shit is hard. Like I'm ready to be, you know, with somebody who's, who really wants to be with me and respects me. Um, because I know what that's like. Um, and I think it's lame when people try to replicate their relationships, right? I think that's sick. Like, y- you should like something, you should like every person for who they are. You shouldn't like them for how they speak to your, not just for how they speak to your love language or how they check some of your boxes. I think that every, that's, that's, that's why there are so many of us on this planet. We're all mm-hmm. different. So does that mean you're going to break up with it? 
she's going to break up with me. She's going to call me here uh, after we're done recording this podcast. And she's going to tell me how she emotionally can't handle the stress, how I'm a despicable person. I'm immature. (laughs) She's going to tell me all these. um... Is that how she talks to you? Yeah, bro. Yeah. Like she talks to me like like uh, like she's going to fire me every day. I was like, it's like, and you expect me to get hard. Um, (laughs) But, but um, yeah, yeah, it'll handle itself because I've been holding on. I've been fighting and I've been making this thing rock for probably too long. And it's disrespectful to her because some rich guy is going to scoop that little gym up. And I think all her problems are going to go away. Yeah. But is a rich guy, once he really gets in there, going to be loyal to her or is he going to be looking for the first outlet mm, that he can find to try problem. to <laughs> deal with and, and it's true but yeah. i take it back i'm going to circle it back around to you mm. why why is it that even coming to this realization you're still leaving the ball in her court you're still allowing her to control the outcome because I, i'm good at reading and i i know her i i, I would i would love to place a, a bet on it i know what she's gonna do i'm a i'm a i'm a behavioral therapist like she's gonna call me she's gonna dump all the things that i'm um doing or not doing and just you know tell me how it hurts her and it's disrespectful to her time or situation it's i don't have to say anything because she's not listening or or yeah there's no opportunity for me to speak um so like i said that's gonna happen and but the question of, is, why allow her to do that if you already tonight know I won't. what's best for you? Tonight, I probably won't. I'm less likely to. But most nights, I'll at least, you know, I'll, 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 I'll process it and I'll try to figure out how I can get better. And now I see that some of these things, they're not, it's not me. They're not mistakes that I'm making. They're just excuses that she needs. And it just hurts because you you think that things are straightforward, but they're not. Um, she's so emotional. She's so distant from me in different ways. It's just like hurtful. It's offensive to think that I um, don't perceive it. Almost like she's insulting your intelligence is what you're saying. I don't want to say that because she'll tell you I'm arrogant. She'll tell you that I think I'm the smartest man alive. <laughs> You is that I mean? how you think people perceive you? I don't think that's how people perceive me, no. I think that's how she's told me she perceives me. Okay. Um, but yeah, she you know, I I I I, I try with her and um I get it. Like I'm the I'm the most difficult person to wear out, so I know I've given it a good honest effort, but she's really exposed herself the last couple of uh couple of weeks and it just you know well i'm sorry that happened to you because last we talked you were which was way in the beginning you were actually excited about the prospects with this one yeah i know right i remember yeah i thought she was gonna be oh dude like she she could have been perfect um like she could have been perfect um but her heart and her desires are very vague and to her, like very selfish. Um, 
but that's okay. Like, um, it's just, that was the first thing that was really different with her. Um, and then she just, you know, didn't have that genuine, like emotionless, uh, mostly. And that's okay. It's just, it's scary to think of a woman without emotions. Oh yeah, it is scary. So it's not okay. <laughs> I find it interesting that you can say something, but then you yourself then try to minimize what you just said. I know to almost like coddle her. I know it is or it isn't, Bryant. Yeah. Like it is or it isn't. There's really no gray area here. If you have legitimate experience that you experiences that you can refer back to, then it happened. Like, it's almost like you want to erase that things have happened or that she's done certain things just to not make her sound as bad as she might really be. Right. And that's not on you. I mean, you don't have to do that for her. She is who she is. And somebody, someday, somewhere, will Mm -hmm. like that and will be taken by, you know, her her looks or her level of independence that they will focus on that. This sadistic sociopath has said that to me so many times. It's what? pissed me off. <laughs> she always says stuff. She's like, well, if it's not you, it's going to be someone else. It's like, God damn. Like, who but talks you know what's about interesting? Like that? <laughs> but, but you know what's interesting? The, the real question is, so if it's not going to be me and someone else, where is that person and why haven't they gotten here yet? Yeah. Because that's really the question. If you're such a catch, such a catch, right? And you're so fine then what's really happening? And of course, I'm sure that she might say, well, I'm the one being choosy. Okay. Dude. I, you stick with that. I'm not hitting on you, Sarah. Why are you still single? I'm actually not single. What? Good for you. Did you uh, get back with the homie? No. Why in the world would I get back with that buffoon? <laughs> that guy was a waste of, ugh, no way. Listen, my whole thing is you can make mistakes, but when you lack integrity, I, I cut and I cut fast. I don't, I don't, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't bro. leave room for ambiguity when it comes yeah. to, the, nah. Yeah. When you lack integrity, you lack integrity. That's it. And but see, I'm actually not single anymore. Good for you. I'm happy. Thank you. With this chick that makes it so crazy is, um, she's insanely petty and it's like little things like instead of arguing with me or BSing me through a relationship just so she can seem a certain way, it, um, oh, it just, it, it blows my mind. Like I'm supposed to be stupid or something like that, you know? And am I a bad person or am I not humble? Uh, what do you think of that? Like, I well, thought no, I think humble. it's disrespectful. I think it's disrespectful that somebody would even say, "Well, figure out what you want to do," because if it's not you, the next one will come tomorrow. I mean, right. I don't think she realizes that even in saying that, she's the one that looks bad. She, she has a lot she's of making like her. Yeah. She makes herself look bad. She's making herself sound like she's potentially a gold digger and that she's easy. Like she's just looking for. Box is checked, no real depth, and then she's moving on. So in the end, who looks bad? It's not even you, it's her. Just hurtful, because, I mean, you know, being in the situation and wanting it to be so much better than it is, and then realizing that there's a lot of work um, that 
that that needs to be done not on my part and I'll never really be able to say that to her because she's got that uh you know the 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 mind wall up she's just infallible and it's like uh <laughs> it's like it's like that's like I can't think of a bigger turn off right well I I think that and I think that's very subjective I do think that there are certain individuals that are very how can I say it visual yeah and so they're they're big about not only what they are attracted to visually but what they show the face that they show to the world so whether that means I'm with a quote-unquote bimbo but she's beautiful but I you know god forbid I had a conversation about world events with her some people are okay with that I thought she was one that that might look a certain way, but conduct yourself a different way. And that's kind of where I found it out. Whenever I say something that she doesn't understand, I'm the bad guy. And like, and then I'm being an asshole or I'm trying to be better than her. Just like uh, this episode, she might be listening. Um, uh, I, it was going to call it the Kanye no mas, right? Like broke. I, I, I ain't cheap. Like I was right. Mm-hmm. But like she freaked out on me, and we argued for like an hour over over the title because she like didn't get it, and it was just really frustrating. But why does it even matter? Who cares? It's a title. She's not the co-owner, exactly. You know of your friend. So why does it even matter? Like, is this the kind of stuff that people are arguing about? That's what I said. And she has children. I must say that I'm surprised. <laughs> no, honestly, I don't. I don't say that to to be mean by any means. I just find it interesting that somebody that has legitimate things in their life that should be taking up their time and their energy and their emotions that they even have the actual extra. I think that's why she does that to me though, is that like, I think she wants things to be either heavy or serious or bigger than they are, or she's just, it's a mechanism where she's helping push me away. That, and that might be, that might be the truth right there. So it's almost like she's self-sabotaging to maybe make you break up with her because she's not going to be strong enough to do it. And that's what I'm saying. I think I saw that tonight because she did like the most, like, I don't get mad and I don't get upset real easy, but you know, you're going to make me mad or make me upset playing with me the way that I feel like she did tonight Mm -hmm. uh, where I met her somewhere and then she told me to leave because um, we had argued. I was like, I think that's, it's like, if you can't recover from anything, like if you can't recover like that, there hasn't been enough time. I was like, I was like, it's like if we were in an argument for an hour or 30 minutes, whatever it is, I think that as two adults, we should be able to power through that. But the lack of integrity showed through and it was very, um, it was very awakening. I mean, it is what it is. I, um, that's why I don't like going to bars. Um, cause you, I hate to say it, but like the chicks that hang out at bars all the time are usually the same. Uh, you guys need to go form a union hall. And uh, I hope you're not saying you guys as if, like you including me. <laughs> I'm not including uh, you. Okay. I'm not including you. Okay. But you get what I'm saying though. And it's like uh, you know Did you meet her at an upscale bar? Because I remember last I hate episode you so much. No, we you're were not. talking about <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. I... Right. 
I'm a uh, Costa male order. I just don't know if it's going to be um, Dominican or Asian, uh, but we'll figure that out. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. The Dominicans will talk back, so I don't know if. Why do they do that now? What is talk to me about this? This is really this is this. Nothing. Concerning. It's not. They don't do that now. They're Latin women. I mean, what Latin no, woman? No. Does Twenty it... years ago, if you would got this before '96. I'm telling nah, you. it depends. So it's a regional thing. Okay. And of course, we're not going to generalize because that's not proper and accurate. But in many instances, Caribbean women, Caribbean Latin women tend to be more feisty than do Central American women. Well, yeah, Central American women. So Central women American women. <laughs> Right, Central American women have notoriously been pegged, quote unquote, which again is not always the case. In every culture, you're gonna have the ones that are a little more docile and ones that are a little more vocal. So that's that's that generalization we can make. But Central American women were pegged very similar to Asian women, where it was like, oh no, they're very, you know, almost like a, culturally they're a little bit more. I don't want to use the word subservient because it sounds bad, but. It doesn't Let's just say that they're, 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 you know, they're a little more docile in nature. That's and so people no would body. marry, people would marry the Central American women and have those experiences. And, you know, I think that, you know, for a lot of years, that was kind of like what was being just promoted, the ideal that was being promoted. But for the most part, Latin women will, I mean, at this point, I think in any culture at this point, just in this era, yeah, okay. like you mentioned before, we, women have become so independent that it's, it's given women in general a voice, a voice that you're right, maybe 20, 30 years ago, they didn't feel that they actually had and that they could actually exercise. So at this point, I don't think it has as much to do with culture as it has to do with women in general. But again, there are some cultures that are known to be tipped on the side of being a bit more docile than other cultures. So when you mentioned Dominican, that is like heavy Caribbean right there. I mean, that's what I'm... <laughs> I'm I don't know. I like, I like Dominican, Panamanian, Puerto Rican, you know, Cuban, you know, Trinidadian. You don't discriminate, basically? You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we could go, like, through all the islands, like, like we good, like even if it's Guadalupe, like it's it's a okay, like. Um, but I, I I'm in the point and I'm in the season now where I'm really looking for loyalty, and I'm I I, I have to love myself enough right now to to see to really connect to it. Cause well, I that's see, what I'm saying. Cause yeah, I think you yeah. you. You're doing a little bit much. I know. I'm letting it slip. You're doing in. a little. Yeah, you, yeah, you're slipping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to work on a little bit. Maybe it's time for you to do a little bit of Brian time, you know? If this relationship ends up being over, yeah. maybe it'll be a good opportunity for you to really sit back and be like, wait a minute, what is it that I really want? And what is it that I'm attracting? What am I putting out? What energy am I putting out there that? She's is, physically, she's as, she's not, she's pretty close to what I would draw up. And that's what makes me the most upset. Um, because physically, there's no problem. But very early on, I made the mistake of treating her like an equal. Like, um, I, I was honest with her. Um, I was, I didn't, I didn't like play. Like, I didn't like run no game. And it's disarming. It's very disarming. 
especially if you have the weapons in the arsenal to handle the situation, you know, playering around it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not allowed to do that. I I, I just off the rip. I, I, I didn't come with that. So, But isn't that what most women say they're looking for? Somebody who's not going to come around and play games? Wait, that's what they're looking for. And when you present it and someone doesn't want it, it, that's where the situation is. That's where we're at. That's why it's so, you know, interesting. It, it's it's taking back to the drawing board time because what you had to present was null and void. No one wants that shit. Return to sender. No, I disagree with that. I think that just because you had this one jaded experience, I don't think that all of a sudden you should change who you are as a man, as a man who wants and is looking for loyalty and commitment because of this one experience. Like, don't let her, don't let her ruin you to the point where then you become the one self-sabotaging and letting really good quality women go. Again, that's completely giving her so much control over your life and your yeah, future. Yeah, that's what her entrance feels like. Like, a, like she literally is coming here to control, and it just is so. That's why we. That's why there's conflict. She wants complete domination, uh, and I don't know. Like a succubus, my my soul is not going to be enough. My flesh is is, is not going to be enough. So. Yeah, I, I think that this definitely room for some soul searching when it comes to you and really determining and, that's, and really that's getting to the point where you me. realize what you're not like what you're not going to tolerate moving forward but I absolutely don't think that you should change who you are I mean I'll give you a perfect example so talking about homie right yeah when he was you know actively attempting by the way you know what your homie did what you totally going to put him out there <laughs> you know that you know, when you separate, you try to be cordial. Right. And you try to say, hey, you know, you have accounts in common and all that stuff. So you try to say, hey, listen, what are you going to continue to pay for? What do we need to do with this? There was a particular account of a service for the home mm. that he's still in the home. So he had agreed to pay for it. But, of course, selfish as he is, he had agreed to pay for it with the, now I understand it was with the ulterior motive of, showing good faith to get me back. Mm -hmm. So when that wasn't happening and I asked for an update on that bill, so we, I knew I was aware of how we were moving forward. And the only reason why I did that is because the physical bill was in my name. He had been paying for it with his credit card, but it was physically in my name and he had agreed to do that. So the, the premise was don't ruin this, right? Don't mess up my credit, you know, right, right. don't put me in default, whatever. All of a sudden I get an email where basically he says, no, I'm done paying for this. Um, I'm done dealing with it. I remove my credit card. Do as you wish. Doing as you wish meant paying $1,250 to cancel the account. Wait a minute. What? Yep. So this is, this is, this is so you see when people don't have integrity, it's going to manifest no matter what you try to do. Because that is who they are. That's their character. You know, I'm learning about that though. Because like, and my, I feel confident that my character prevails and my character is going to stay intact as I, you know, just continue my journey uh, because I deserve, you know, someone to connect with me the way that I would like to be connected with. So Correct. It's coming. It's coming. 
And so character has so much to do with it because your character is what's going to keep you afloat long term. When times really get tough, it, are, it is your character and your core values that are really going to drive you across that finish line with a sense of dignity that you can still hold on to. Right. You know what I mean? Otherwise, I mean, what are you really doing? Right. So I'm telling you, people do too much. People do too much. And then they try to act like saints. Well, exactly. And, and people always want to be upset when you um, remind them that you can acknowledge your own shortcomings, sin, whatever you want to call it. Um, because I think that's the, the way to elevation. I think that's the path. Um, not pretending to be a saint or pretending Correct. to be a victim. You know what I mean? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Correct. But then they want to come and, you know, cry and beg and plead. And you're supposed to automatically, like, just act like nothing happened. And I'm just, no, not only did nothing happen, I'm going to now consciously throw myself right back in the ringer with you. Uh, I think not. I'm that kind of man, though. Um, and this relationship, nah, this relationship has killed that out of me. Do you hear me? Like I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm all into it. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. It's like, can you hear me now? Yes. This relationship just has beaten it out of me. The whole like, just real connectedness and love and intimacy because I see how just dirty of a game that uh, I feel that this person's playing all the time and then they want to try to include me in it and I've never had my character questioned by anyone in the history of ever so it's just kind of <laughs> you know it, it's 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 kind of offsetting. You know what I find interesting though? Do you think that she's just modeling some of the behaviors that she was yeah. exposed to and that she experienced from and now she's projecting that onto you? Yeah, because it feels like a bad interrogation from someone in authority, the way that she always talks to me. Um, like, I, like she treats me like I'm her. Um, hot, like, I tried to, like, 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 she's the cops, but I tried to rob her. Like, at the end of the day, I'm just, I, I'm guilty. Um, and that feels different because I've never had that in a relationship. I've never felt like that. But she doesn't know how to be my equal. She doesn't know how to. Um, she doesn't want to be a part of me. So it's just so palpable. So uh, you can just feel it. So you know, I gotta respect it. She's told me several times that she needs, you know, a different situation. And I love the ultimate cop out when you say it's timing. So like it just wasn't our time. It's like no. It's like. The time just didn't count. <laughs> we just didn't make the most of the time. If you know, if it's something that you can work, you work it when you can work it. But at the same time, neither of you is actually making a decision. What do you mean? Like, neither of you is saying, yeah, it wasn't our time and I'm done. Like, you're both just, like, coasting, waiting for the other one to make the final decision. It's odd. Yeah, it is. But it's going to be, and that's what I'm saying. I'm, I haven't cracked. I'm, I've been very responsible with my use of words and I can just perceive how she wants 
she wants to party, you know? I that's just what I feel in my heart. I can't give you any direct or conf, you know, direct answer or anything like that. But she wants variety, she wants to party, she wants to get attention and she wants to be um admired like a single person for a while. I think that she's got an attention deficit that might be going on. And um I have to be man enough to let her seek what she needs. Amen to that. That's yeah. the truth right there. Yeah. Doing too much. But with that being said, uh, I think I'm going to have to call this episode uh, the Rusty Trophy. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't call it a Rusty Trophy. I, I really do think, though, you know, if, if I had to say something at the end to kind of sum it up, I really do think that you should just take the time to do some self-reflection and I want to realize do yeah, I think you should do, absolutely, but I think you should do some self-reflection just to really get to the point where not only you define exactly what it is that you're looking for, exactly but you, but you realize, to the, yeah, to but, but you're not, accept, but you're not actually, you're not actually do, you know, you're not actually doing that because not for nothing. Now you spent all these resources. And when I say resources, I'm not talking about material things only. I'm talking about your mental, emotional, yeah. physical, spiritual resources right. in this girl when you could have been using the energy for somebody that was legitimately. And like three months is a long time to be in a place where you're just like, yeah, but I know she's not feeling me like that. So it's almost like, well, what's going on with you that you would be okay with spending that kind of time? Two weeks, a month even? Gotcha. I mean, it's 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 like I said. Um, I'm rooting for the underdog, and I see that it's me. You know, I thought it was her. I thought she was somebody I could root for that was gonna do the impossible or shake the world. Um, and very easily, I can perceive that it's not. She just doesn't have it in her. Like she's not that kind of a person, um, and especially for me. Um, so I have to accept my losses and uh, self-reflection or just allowing growth to happen. Uh, that's the only choice I really have. So that's what I do. And, um, you know, I just, I hope, I hope the next destination, if it comes is, um, something that serves me a little bit more than this one. This one has only given me uh, stress and uh, really wreaked havoc on my confidence. Um, oh, I'm sorry. That's sad. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but um, let me ask you something on a side note, mm -hmm. related but side note. You mentioned way in the beginning that you're a Christian and that there was like the conflict, you know, with fornicating and mm -hmm. your values. Was she a believer? To the level that you are, she was not. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to make it a competition. But yeah, she was. She she definitely pointed out um, discrepancies or incongruencies that we had in our faith. Um, and I, I, I loved being able to really hash that out with someone because it felt like that was loving the Lord to me. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, but she, um, she's so inconsistent, and I just feel like. What she does is not to, nothing she does is this. Oh, she's going to hear this. Most of what she does is not to serve me. And I'm not 
I don't have the communication skills to articulate my needs. Um, I really need someone that's intuitive to the point to where they can kind of diagnose or know a pattern and realize that maybe I need um, attention in general, maybe not additional attention, but attention, right? Uh, affection or whatever it is that we get from closeness and intimacy. And I think she really struggled with that towards me. She definitely knew how to articulate her needs um, and to criticize my performances in delivering on said needs, but she never seemed to express a genuine desire for me. And that's okay. But how fair is that though? The the comment that you made about, I need somebody that's intuitive. Uh, that's that's unfair. Though. That's, that's unfair, unfair because yeah. that, I mean, the level of, you know, that's literally a career. Like people go to school to be able to diagnose and become more intuitive and perceptive, you know, and become psychologists or behavioral therapists or counselors. You but know, why unless does you have she a quote neglect unquote me gift, so early on is what I'm trying to understand. It's like, damn, it's like, that makes me feel like you got lots of dudes. Like, goddamn. Like, after. But I thought you guys said you were exclusive. We have been exclusive, but she. She just didn't really. We got into arguments. I'll just tell you, right? You know how every time should be a good time when you have sex, right? Right. We would get into the dumbest arguments about how we would orgasm, who would orgasm first, who wouldn't orgasm, who couldn't orgasm. Like, and, and it just was. What a downer. Yeah. It just, it just reeked to me that this person probably just doesn't want to just do it. Cause there's so many complications and then the way that we do it, she can't, she can't come and get it and go. She's got to go out and do things. And it feels like reward almost. And that's what I don't like. Cause I don't want to be rewarded with, with, with sex. Oh, you, she would make, she didn't Wait. do not intentionally. I don't think she put that. She together. wouldn't freely do it. She would just do it kind of like she would freely after do it. something she fun happened or you did give her a gift or something like that. No, she would freely give it, but like, that's how that was her pattern that's how she liked it was to go out or to experience and then you know come back and that's the physicals okay and um she would always because you know my thing with sex i use sex to heal arguments and Mm -hmm. she's she's not she she's the only person i've ever met that won't let that happen and i think that my communication is horribly thrown off because I'm not able to use my communication model or language. And that's fine, but I think that's definitely what's gotten us to the place that we're in now, absolutely. But we've also discussed how unhealthy that is to use sex as, although sex is a form of intimacy and and a form of communicating with your partner, the way that you have consistently been using it from your past, you and I have discussed that that's not really the healthiest way to use that, that that's not really the intention. Right. And it's not, uh, knowingly it's not, um, but it definitely is a learned, what is it, a pattern behavior? Right, uh, learned behavior. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I, I see where those days could have helped my relationship. Um, but at the same time, you get resentful of a partner that heals everything through sex, so... Absolutely. Yeah. Because you're missing the depth. It's like I'm a human other than a sexual being. Right. 
this is this is an interesting one, Brian. I must say, I'm what I'm, I honestly am sorry that you had to experience this, but I think that there's a lot that could actually be learned from this that you can avoid or that you can, yeah, that you can one avoid in the future, and two, it should make you even more perceptive than you already are to really pick up on these things and hopefully not get to the point where you're investing three months or more into something that you know from jump was not going to be fruitful. Amen. Because that's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like you knew it wasn't going to be fruitful, but you still kind of were like, eh, eh, I eh. wanted it. I wanted it. I was sent it right. through. But um, I definitely want to um, get some more episodes in. So uh, before I break the show, can we get your social media handles, any plugs you got going on, uh, and then uh, I'm going to invite you to another show. You can tell me yes or no. Absolutely. Well, again, thank you for having me on the show. It's always, always, always a pleasure. And thank you for being so vulnerable and forthcoming. You know. That's, that's, that's important. So especially it's all in about. This line. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I know that the viewers really appreciate it. I know I appreciate it. But yes, you can find me at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at SV Elite Coaching. That is my handle, SV Elite Coaching. Or you can call me, 305-914-6599. And there's always my website as well, www.svelitecoaching.com. Definitely check her out. She's awesome. She's helped me get to new heights, uh, make my game better and sharper. Um, make sure you check her out. If you want to catch me on social media, you know who it is. Instagram, Twitter, Chubby Idris Elba, 2Bs. Uh, get us on Facebook. And until the next episode, peace. <laughs>